Hello, everyone, to episode 53 of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host, Kelvin Rolone. Guys, if you're new to the show, we are the podcast that talks about the latest gaming news. But before we jump into the news, Kelv, what's going on with you? What's new with you? What is up? What is up, man? I'm excited to talk about this week's episode. Um, nothing's much. No, nothing, nothing's been changed since last week for me. I mean, I've been working... Kind of doing my dad's stuff. Same old, same old. Can't complain. How about you? Same. Working, doing, you know, that not stuff? the stuff. That stuff? Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's just uh, definitely, but we did have some time to finally finish uh, It Takes Two. Oh, yeah. That was a blast. So it's not very uh, often that me and you get to just play a, a, a game and complete together. I feel mm-hmm. like those have been that those are like the the days of old, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, so, what did you before jumping to the news? Like, what did you think of the game? All right. So here's our impressions of the game. I think it was a really well put together game. I thought it was you're 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 constantly just changing from different worlds and different move sets and you're you're doing different things constantly over and over so it never made you feel like you were bored or you were just kind of like staying in one place you were constantly doing something you were constantly um fighting with the environment in a good way not in a bad way and you were just having a good time and, and you're it makes you think a lot right as far as like what you need to do to get to progress to the next level so i thought that was super cool the characters are super uh you know, lovable, like you, you do tend to get a little um, connection towards these two characters towards the end, at least for me. And overall, I think the game just really did a great job. My only complaint was, in my opinion, it just felt a little too long. Maybe my fault, personally, because I thought going into this game, I didn't think it was going to be this long of a game. I thought it was like maybe a 10-hour experience. Well, but you get that impression because you think you're just going to be able to pick it up with a friend or a girlfriend and just like play a session and, and just like get it done like real quick. Right. Where it's actually a full fledged game. Yeah. You know, if you spend 40 bucks on a game, you're definitely getting your $40 worth out of this game. Cause it actually does have some pretty decent amount of replayability. I think in my opinion, um, just because yeah. if you ever wanted to play with someone else, you could just be like, Hey, I feel like plant that you, I think you'd have a blast doing this. Yeah. I, I mean, again, the game did so many things that I, you you've you played so many games in one basically in in, the, in this particular game. There are so many different ideas and concepts that they put together. They meshed it well that it makes you really feel like you played a bunch of games all in one. I feel yeah, like. hundred percent. There's like a bunch of mini games in the game. There's a bunch of different elements from other games in this game. Uh, it, it's almost like a celebration of of all the different types of, of genres in, in gaming. Hundred percent. Again, they made it work somehow. I, I I thought it was fantastic. And the best part about that game, you don't need both people to have that game. You can just have one copy and just invite someone to play with you. So, Yeah. I mean, shout outs to Hazelight Studios. They did a phenomenal job with the game. And I'm excited to see what is next from the studio. You know, I mean, the the, the main honcho there, uh, what's his name? Joseph uh, for Forrest. I think it's Joseph yeah. Forrest. Does he do the, he, the voice for the book himself? No, no, no. I thought you. I read something that he he was maybe, 
but I, yeah. I don't think so. He's he's a guy. If, if if no one knows who he is, he's a guy that if you watched the Game Awards a few years back, he's the one that said "fuck the Oscars" in front of like everybody on like live television or whatever. But right. um, yeah, it, it again. I'm excited to see what they have installed for the next dude for the next game that they you know come up with. And shout outs to them. Shout outs to that studio because they did a. a amazing job putting together that game again so many different um types of elements in that game that you okay you can't get bored and that one scene if you play this game that one scene that is like a a, a cute version of god of war like i keep saying it is it your is mouth perfect. is just like left wide open you're just like really this is happening like this is happening <laughs> yeah but they just have so many elements. like we played chess yesterday we were literally like a full game, playing a full the game. game of chess within the game. Yeah, and we played a full game of chess because there's like little mini games in the that, in the game that you can just kind of pick up and play. And one of the mini games that we played were just literally just playing chess, and just we literally were trying to get to the game, get finish finish the game, and then that just kind of sidetracked us, and we we're just all right. I guess we're playing. I guess we're playing chess, and we just kept playing. Like we were silent for like ten minutes. It was funny. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, there was no, there's, we didn't speak at all playing that no. entire chess match. <laughs> it was um, just focus and concentration. That's yeah, all. but that wasn't the only game we beat this week. Um, me personally, I beat the DLC for Final Fantasy, the Integrate. Yeah, tell us about that. I, fantastic. You know, I thought it was just going to be another little add on, but it adds a whole other story to Final Fantasy VII Remake. You play as Yuffie the Ninja, and her gameplay is awesome man like if you could put like a platinum games character in final fantasy remake that's her she's like fast paced and all the action it, it actually there's someone who modded her in um on the pc version of final fantasy remake so like everything's more fast paced like you don't have to go into the menus like the traditional rpg like you know how they have like a mix mm. it's just like fast paced mm. battle and i'm like if you haven't played that dlc i highly recommend it because it actually does have a bit of story that you need to know for the next coming game but yeah i'm excited you you mentioned to me that i should definitely pick it up i did play final fantasy remake so i will get a chance to to pick up that and, and play and, and see what it's all about um but for me we've been playing a lot of games like this week we we, we kind of cranked it up a little bit at least for me i i started playing decent amount of games like we finished it takes two i did i dabbled again a little bit on days gone and i started again playing returnal made some progress in returnal and i actually beat uh the boss that i've been stuck with for like god knows how long so i beat nemesis thank god and now I, and i beat another boss too right after so i think it was like hyperion hyper hyperion so i'm on to the next one so i'm, I'm picking up pace and I'm, I'm moving along with returnal and i'm having a blast yeah uh, again, let's enjoy it while it lasts because we're going to be getting games pretty pretty soon here. We're going to be getting Pokemon Legends Arceus coming out later this month. That Obviously, we're going to drop everything to play that game. And then uh, Elden Ring shortly after that. And then for Horizon uh, Forbidden West. So it's like it's gonna keep this, coming. this is the lull before we get into the actual games, that, the new releases that we're just going to like 100% go into. Yeah. But I'm excited. It's the calm before the storm. So let's go. Yeah. All right, Kel. Well, let's jump in to the actual gaming news of the week. All right. First uh, piece of news we have here for you guys is God of War on PC is the best way to experience God of War. All right. God of War on PC is the def definite way to play one of Sony's flagship games. 
The God of War PC port from 2018's Soft Reboot God of War is finally in the hands of the press and are able to get their hands on the impressions of the game. Here's some things they had to say. If you skip God of War 2018 and have or haven't touched the series at all, this is the God of War to play. PC Gamer. It's pretty astonishing that at its core, this is a game from 2018 because the lighting effects, the visual animations, the vivid colors feel like they could have been they could have debuted yesterday. This is from VGC. Everything from parrying to dodging and even navigating through the world feels much better thanks to the boost of FPS on PC. It allows for even the Valkyrie fights to be much more manageable. Okay, Kelv. So overall, this game seems to have gotten a huge upgrade porting over to PC. Yep. And just a side note, we were talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake going on to PC, and that was met with criticism, and, and you know people didn't really like that. Right. This, on the other hand, is like, oh my goodness, like you got to try it on PC. It's so good on PC. So let me think, what, what do you think of this? I'm not shocked, right? Because we talked about this last time, um, a few episodes back, where God of War needed to make an impression when it released on PC. And they nailed it, right? It looks like Sony nailed it because they they knew what they were getting their hands um, hands on with, right? So they knew, okay, if we release God of War on PC, it has to be spotless. It has to work flawlessly because we're trying to release Ragnarok in the upcoming months, year, etc. you know? So they have to make sure that this hits the nail for everybody because you're going to try to introduce this game to new players on PC. And if they see that this is kind of like a, a wishy-washy, kind of like a, you know, a, a unstable game on PC, then they're not going to probably buy uh, God of War Ragnarok when it comes out. So they nailed it. They did it. They, I'm excited that they actually did, you know, they actually made it work and it's coming out tomorrow. So I might, I might actually get this because this is exciting. You have it. You have like two copies of it. You have the PS4 version. And now you have the PS5 version, the upgraded version. You're going to buy the PC version too. You're going to play it. Well, you haven't played it a second time. I haven't played it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I have only played the first that one time in 2018, and that was it. And I was I wanted to dabble back into it on PS5 because they had the uh, FPS upgrade for like 60 frames right. per second. But why do that when I can play it on my PC with like 120 frames per second? You know what I mean? Like like dslr like all those like cool features that you can get on pc and i think you, it's even compatible with your uh, dual sense controller so i don't see why i would go back to playing it on ps5 when i can definitely play it on pc and have a better experience you know now yeah, my it, complaints still still stand again i've talked about this numerous times so check out our uh last episodes or a few episodes back when we talk about god of war but in my opinion God of War, this God of War, this uh, soft reboot is not my favorite God of War. It, it it does everything right in the book as far as like gr- graphic fidelity looks amazing. Gameplay wise, it looks uh, uh, amazing. It has great um, upgrade system, all that stuff. Story, great. But my only complaint with it is the fact that the bosses feel very um, uninspired in the sense of like it, they're, they're samey. Right. And then on top of that, you're getting things like, okay, well, the bosses feel a little samey, but there's not even enough uh, gore as much as like the previous God of War games that kind of justify the samey boss fights, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if we look back into old God of Wars, maybe there wasn't as much variety as we'd like there to be, you know, as far as like the gameplay goes. Again, it's it's an old game at this point. 
So I don't know how well it's aged if we were just kind of like seeing it through rose-colored graphics because, you know, we're younger and we're like, oh, my God, blood, gore, yeah, give it me, to me all. Whereas if we kind of went back to it now, we'd be like, why? Like, oh, this is not as good as I remember. This God of War definitely has so much polish to it. And I do, I do agree with you 100% about the enemies being the same because I do think in the old God of War, there was a bit more variety with the enemies. But you have to think about this, Kelf. You're basing it off of the span of three games. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're not specifically basing it off of God of War 1. This is the first, and I think, uh, what are they doing? Doing it in three, right? For this one, I would imagine, a trilogy? I, I would think so, yeah. I'm yeah. not 100% sure, but yeah. So we, I think you should hold judgment until we get at least two to deem that God of War is actually... Not as bad as you think it is, as far as like the, the you know the first one goes. Um, I I have high expectations, and again, this is them going into completely new territory. They were very very safe with this game because they kind of knew what they had, so they didn't want to go too crazy with like the enemy designs and yada yada. Um, I'm not making excuses for them, but I do think you you're being a little too hard on God of War. The, well, the reboot. I 100% agree with you. 100%. You are absolutely right. You opened my eyes a little bit there, right? And I think even to to counter, or not even to counter that, but to kind of justify what you're saying, I think, yeah, maybe that was the case, but also they could have been um, crunching on time, right? This is a, a kind of a, another reboot. So they're, they're putting mm-hmm. a lot of different resources, putting in a lot of like things that the previous God Awards did not have. So maybe they just didn't have enough time to make different types yeah, of Yeah, there's a lot more production quality in this one. A lot more, right? So, so it was probably it just had to do with time, maybe you know. So that could be that could very well be the case. So that's why I'm hopeful for God of War two, God of War Ragnarok, and and seeing like you know a little bit more and uh, different uh, enemy um, fair, uh, variety and stuff like that, right? And my other issue that I talked about, where it's like not as gory. I sound like a child saying that stuff, right? But I feel mm-hmm. like God of War in its core is gory. It is very um, just. In your face. I mean, think of the previous God of Wars where you were scaling the Titans and you you looked like a, an ant compared to the things right, around right, you. Right, exactly. You don't get that sense of like that sense of scope in this God of War, and I kind of wish that was there. You know? Yeah, because you're not necessarily you're kind of just behind Kratos the whole time. You're just like third right. person behind Kratos, seeing it from his perspective. Right. Um, and I think the reason why they shied away from that is because they wanted to show. Uh, Kratos not as this like lust or not lust uh, you know blood hungry brute sure. they wanted to show him as a father and, like, how he's matured yeah exactly which I think they did a phenomenal job with that but I definitely agree with you when I was playing I was like I just want to take this troll and just like rip him half like I did in the old God of Wars and stuff and uh, yeah I'm, I'm excited about this PC um, port I'm glad that it works well from, from what we're reading here and if you haven't picked up God of War you've never played it before, please play this because it is fantastic experience. I take it you're not getting it? No, I already played the game twice. You played you play it twice? I had it on PS5. And you played it? You beat it? Yeah. Oh, shit. When the fuck? I, didn't, I don't remember that. Okay, all right. I was like when I first got the PS5. Okay, all right. Because right. I, I didn't have a ton of PS5 games, so I was just like, let's I play God of War again. But yeah, it's, it's a f- fantastic game. So let me ask you this: Since you did play it twice, you it's definitely fresh in your in your in your head. There, D- does it 
change your perspective playing it the second time? Does it change it in a good way, in a bad way? Like, what, what did you think on your second playthrough? Um, definitely what you said about the enemies being the same. That was mm-hmm. a lot more prominent in, in this in this run through. Um, but as far as like the world goes, there's so much stuff to collect that I didn't collect before. That right. that was kind of crazy. There's a lot more like um, like secret bosses in a sense like the valkyrie fight you can get like a, a whole new set of armor and stuff like that which is right. pretty cool i didn't get it yet because it's just ridiculous to get it but um there's definitely some 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 replay value in that game and it looks beautiful like i'm gonna tell you right now it, it's a, that game is a gorgeous game and the actors between uh whoever plays kratos and um our say not our say what's his name um, the son boy 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 what's his name oh my god boy it's his boy now okay it's just boy boy <laughs> i forget his name i don't know um but yeah atreus i think it's Atre- Atre- yeah, atreus it's yeah atreus yeah that yeah. sounds right so, i have to like uh, actually like actually act it out to understand the name the 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 back and forth between those two is amazing yeah um, again i'm i i i did sound very critical when i talked about god of war before I think it's me, the 2018 Kelvin talking, and I want to try it, give it another shot, and see. Give what, it another shot. Yeah, especially you know with the high fidelity graphics and playing it on PC and stuff like that. I think I definitely changed my mind, but I think those two criticisms will still stand after yeah. I beat the game. So try and get that that that's the sameness, and trying to experience it as a completely new, different game than trying to compare it to the old God of War. For and sure. And then I sure. think you'll have a better time. All right, Kelvin, let's move on. Also, guys, uh, my what? heater just turned on, so I apologize if you hear something in the background. I'm trying to turn it off as we speak, so sorry. You do it from your phone? Yeah. That's dope. Technology living, baby. living in the future, man. 2022. Uh, so, Mario Kart 9 rumors surface. Mario Kart 9 is currently in active development according to an industry analyst. Apparently, it will feature a new racing twist and will be teased later this year. Okay. That's basically the news. Like, it's just that Mario Kart 9 Mario is in Kart production. 9. Yep, that's it. So, um, first off, how true do you think this is? I think it's very true. I think it's very feasible. Right? It's obviously going to come out. Um, the original Mario Kart 8 came out on Wii U in 2014. So, now we're going on, like... Eight years, <laughs> yeah, eight years uh, on the same game, on the same Mario Kart game. Obviously, when it went when it got ported over to Switch, they added a couple different things, but still, that's a pretty yeah. old game. Uh, so what do you think the new twist will be? <sighs> Man, I'm excited. This is this is exciting news for me, and I'm not a huge Mario Kart eight player. Like I I loved Mario Kart in the past, but I just haven't really dabbled with the the newest installment. The newest, as in like the 2014 one. But to go back to everything that we talked about. So, yeah, this game is definitely coming out. Mario Kart 9 is 100% happening. I can't imagine it not happening. I think the only reason why we've been um, delayed in that aspect is the fact that Mario Kart still sells. They'd be, that's, Nintendo, that's 100%. Nintendo would be um, stupid if they would make another game while this one is still topping their charts every single month. It doesn't make sense for them. You know what I mean? If, if people stop buying it. You bet your ass off the over announced yeah. Mario Kart. Let, let me uh, let me stop you right there, real quick. Mario Kart Eight officially became the best selling racing game in U.S. history, and this is the Wii U version and the Switch version combined. But combined. that game has been the best selling game. That's kind of crazy. It beats 
uh, Forza, Gran Turismo, like all those ones have been around forever. Like that Mario, just goes to show you. Yeah, like even just yeah. like regular Mario games. Like I, I just it, it's a hum, it's a massive uh, installment for or it's a massive IP for Nintendo, and so that is why most likely we are not seeing Mario Kart Nine because Mario Kart Eight is still selling. Um, once that does come out, once that game is announced and, and actually shown to the public, I think it's going to be huge. Now, what is the twist, right? That's the huge speculation here. I think uh, it could be a lot of things, you know, but I, we've dabbled with this exact same conversation a few weeks back or maybe like a couple months back now at this point where we talked about what can Mario, 9, Mar- Mario Kart 9 do to change its like... We had that conversation. I do. I don't remember this at all. I think it was when we were talking about Smash Brothers and we kind of incorporated Mario Kart with it too. Where I feel like what I said before was Mario Kart should have some type of like Smash iteration where they have characters from the Nintendo like ecosystem go into Mario Kart. So I know they have some characters right now currently. Link is in Link was in Mario Kart Eight, which yeah, I think they should do that more. And I think and I think they have Animal Crossing. uh, What's her name? uh, Daisy. But I'm talking about like full fledged. Let's bring Samus. Let's bring like you know things like that. That would really spice things up a little bit with Mario Kart. I think that'd be really cool having kind of like the same thing with Smash Brothers as far as like their um, their fighter fighter pass and stuff like that. But obviously to do like a cart pass or something. I don't know. Name it something else, but you you get the you get the drift, right? Like have other characters from <laughs> I see Mario Kart. The drift. You, you can just see that. Nicely done there. Just having other characters from Nintendo franchise and just incorporate them in uh, Mario Kart Nine. I don't know if that's a twist or not, but I would love to see that, and that would kind of get me a little bit hyped to play Part Nine. I wouldn't call that as necessarily a twist. When I when we say twist, it's more for example gameplay wise. Like, you think? Mar- yeah, like Mario Kart double dash you were able to use two characters at the same time we had the one character behind you and you had the two player carts um side by side uh mario part 8 had gravity uh anti-gravity sections where like your cart turns to a little gravity thing you go on you go on this like little gravity lift thing um so twist as in i think people are saying like what what, what's going to change gameplay wise what's the new what's going to be the new mechanic see but i think they have to take it up a notch a little bit that can't be the only thing that they do at a different type of like gimmick in a sense so for them to i mean it's still gonna sell no matter what right but if they really might want to make an impact i think mario kart 9 has to take another leap of faith and do something crazy for them to be really like make it hype i don't know that's just me i think adding other characters from other nintendo franchises would be great obviously adding a different different other game modes that can kind of help flesh things out a little bit more but I think that would be the best course of action for Mario Kart. In my yeah, opinion. I think I, I agree too. But as far as like gameplay, I think they, they can't keep the gameplay the same. They have to change it up somehow. It's, it's yeah. Just, I mean, even I adding think. different game modes, like I said, I think that would change things up a little bit. Somehow incorporating like a, I don't know, like some type of board game mechanic of like while you're using like like it's it's like a different game mode, but do like a. Go- a board game mechanic similar to like Mario Party games and, and have like the carts instead. Like I don't know. They can think of something. They're Nintendo. They 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 know how what fun is. You know what I mean? I, I feel would like, like to see them incorporate I didn't mean to cut you off there. But I think fine. what'd I be cool is if they kinda like went through the race and as you went through the race, you went through different games throughout 
the Mario Kart history. So, for example, you would pass through one part of the level and you would be transported and you would be playing as like the double dash version of the game. Like you would actually be playing double dash in a sense. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. one part you'd play playing like Mario part, Mario Kart 64. So different sections of that that level, that, that track is yeah. the different sections. But you, it's like those graphics. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, there's just so many things that they can do. And I don't know, man. I, I'm just excited to see what they have. So they, they mentioned something about it being shown this year. Do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, I think it'll, it'll happen probably next Nintendo Direct, I think. I think it's going to be soon. If there's already theories and speculation or rumors about it, it's going to happen soon. It always, you know, like to keep that under wraps mm-hmm. is kind of insane. Honestly, I'm shocked at how they don't get DLC characters like from Super Smash Brothers leaked because think of how many people are working on that thing. It would take right. just one person to be like, hey, look at this, you know? Right. But they definitely signed like an NDA or something like that. So, so you can't say anything to anybody, but people slip. That doesn't, yeah, it doesn't stop people. Um, another thing that I kind of do want to mention too, and this is not my idea at all. I actually, um, I was listening to Side Project podcast. I was listening to his, to his podcast and it's actually a really good podcast. You guys can check it out. He talks about games and um, MCU and movies and stuff like that. And he mentioned something that I thought was pretty cool too, which was what if they added uh, different like... Um, improvements to the carts themselves like you can customize your cart that would be something that would they, be they you can cool. do that now as well, far as but having stats though you, yeah you don't have stats you have stats that are, but those stats don't really mean anything let's be honest yeah they do, do. They? they they do mean yeah that helps you go faster helps you like how your car's gonna handle like you could pick different wheels depending on what wheel you picked it will make your handling better so there's definitely Oh, There's I didn't know the, that. See, I have I haven't been in the Mario Kart ecosystem in, in years, so that I did not know. That's pretty cool then. So it it could be maybe he was talking about more a little more robust of a system of like like more of like you go in the shop like you would in like Forza, you'd be like, Well, I'm gonna put this body kit on this my exhaust. car. Yeah, so in, in Mario Kart it, they're kinda limited, it's like you could do wheels. You could change the body of your cart and then like the little glider part. That that's really it, and that's what changes your stats. But if he was going about like you, you want to be able to change your bumper and your exhaust and the the engine underneath, like that would be cool. Well, think of it like if you're driving. So and if this is correct, let me know. So if if you have like Bowser, for example, is he a slower character because he's Bowser because he's a heftier character, or that has nothing to do with? I believe it does have something to do with like the characters' weight has something to do with what cart they're on. Okay. See, that's yeah. cool. I I thought that was something that was absent in in this game. So if that is the case, if they can kind of add to it a little bit more and just kind of expand on that a little bit more, I think that'd be really cool. I think um, they will. I think yeah. they'll definitely make the the stat stuff and upgrading your car more robust for sure. How's the customization as far as like changing your your cart? Can you cut, change the color? Can you change like the logos and nothing no, like that? No, you could. You can't really change the. Lo- I don't think you change the logos again. The only three things you can really change on your car. Well, four things. What characters riding on it? The type of car. So you could pick a motorcycle. You could pick the the car. There's like different carts, different bodies, but you can't change the bodies themselves. If that makes any sense? Sure, right? sure. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, and then what what type of wheels you want it and the glider? Those are the only three things. And depending on what you pick, the combination of those will determine what your stats are. Don't you have it? No, I don't have. You don't have Mario Kart Eight. I thought you had it. You never bought it. Wow, I don't think so. I don't. No, I thought I you don't. had it. No, I don't. Have okay, it. all right, all right. I thought you had it. 
No, man. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to getting it, but I just never have, like, my who am I going to play with? Like, my wife, she doesn't play games. You know what I mean? Like, my son, yeah, maybe. But, at some, at yeah, some your point, son, you could grab the, the, the Wiimote and, or... He's too young. He, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care. But at, at some point, yeah, like maybe like next year or something like that, he will probably get interested. Yeah, he'll, he'll go get into it. Um, but yeah, any, any closing thoughts about Mario Kart Nine being speculated and when it's going to release? I think it's definitely going to be announced this year. Not yeah. sure when it will be released, but um, I think it's going to be pretty big. I think it's going to be a, another hit. And will it will it succeed as much as Mario Kart Eight? Will it pass at some point? Mario Kart 8 sales. Pass. You see, you keep you keep doing those little innuendos with the drift and pass, you know? Will it pass? I'm telling you, man. I'm pretty good, yeah. man. I'm pretty good. Yeah. We'll see. What do you, but, what do you I think? mean, yeah, I think Mario Kart 9, yeah, people are going to lap it up and they're going to buy it. Again, anything with Mario in it, new game Mario, yep, going to buy it. My question so. is, do you think it will succeed, it will, it will surpass Mario Kart 8 sales in it's the long gonna, run? It's going to be a, a while. It's going to take so long, but pop maybe because I think a lot more people have a Switch over a Wii U and Mario Kart 8 debuted on the Wii U and not that many people had Wii U. Sure, so sure. I feel like the majority of the sales are on Switch. So this starting out on Switch already, I have a feeling it will. Also I feel like because almost every Switch owner will have this game. Also because they haven't done anything new to Mario Kart 8. I don't think they've added... I think they've added one DLC and it wasn't even like a new world or anything like that. So people are fiending for a new Mario Kart game. So that's going to just entice people to buy Mario Kart 9 that much more, I feel like, right? Yeah. We'll definitely talk about Mario Kart 9 when it really when it gets announced, which it will ha- get announced this year. I don't care. That's just going to happen, you know? Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Nintendo, <laughs> we're still on that. Um, there is a new Kirby uh, and the Forgotten Land trailer coming came out two days ago. Um, it's Kirby and the Forgotten Land. So if you guys didn't watch the trailer, it's it's pretty cool. Did you watch the trailer yet? Actually, I forgot. That's okay. <laughs> I, I'll I explain forgot. it to you. It's it's not a big deal. Um, it showcases that the game is going to be a, like a little more open world. Mm-hmm. You get to ride on your star, and that's how you like you you navigate the world is what it seems like. I'm really excited about this game because it's giving me nostalgia because the last Kirby I've played was the Crystal Shards. Do you remember that game on N64? Yes. Yeah. That's Fantastic, a game. Fantastic game. Fantastic, Fantastic game. And I'm hoping it'll give me that again in a Kirby game. When I was watching the trailer, I wasn't excited about this game before when I first saw it during the direct. Watching this trailer, I'm like, this looks so much fun. I am so down for this. And it's going to be just a perfect, like, just pick, kind of like how uh, Samus was, uh, Metroid. Dread. How it was just like a surprise and it was pleasant and you like run through it. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to run through this game. It's going to be gone a week. Gonna beat yeah, this game. for sure. You're, you're definitely going to beat it in like three days. Um, I haven't seen the trailer, but from what I hear, it's really it 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 does a really good job. I was actually excited when we first saw the first trailer. It kind of had that everyone saying like that Last of Us vibes, sort of right. It just felt kind of like post apocalyptic, sort of right. When you saw like those abandoned cars and stuff um, like that. Um, this trailer kind of doesn't show that as much. This one okay. shows that you kind of like save these little sprites. They kind of look like Pokemon, but they're not. But you like, I guess that's who you save in the world to help. Okay. I guess restore the world. I don't know. I don't know the lore or anything like that, but 
Um, there was like the ending of the trailer was pretty cool. It was like Kirby was in this arena and he's wearing his little link hat with the sword and he was fighting Meta Knight. And I was like, that's, oh, that's sick. Cool. That's sick. That's um, sick, so. I do know that this game does have uh, two player co-op, which I'm kind of a little spoiled now with it takes two. I kind of want more online co-op games. And so that you and I can play yeah. more games together. Right. So I, I, I'm kind of bummed out that this game isn't that where we can play like you can play as Kirby and I know you can the the second player you can play as like the Waddle D like bandana Waddle D guy. So that would have been cool if you can play online co-op. That would have been nice. But yeah. So more games need to do that. I'm yeah, down for the that. co-op is definitely fun. I, yeah, I think I mean one game of the year. So this should be like right. a wake up call that people be like people like co-op games. So Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this I, I'm going to watch the trailer after this and and kind of see what it is but I'm, I'm excited i think a new kirby game is exciting it just seems like another like platformer game right but from what you're saying and from what i've heard online it's a little bit more open world which makes it a little bit more appealing to to most people yeah definitely the biggest most ambitious kirby game yet it looks like yeah so again i wasn't really excited i'm not like the biggest kirby fan i, I like the games i really enjoy them i love crystal shards but this made me excited to, to play it and uh yeah, it's coming out in uh, late March, so keep an eye out for that. Cool. Um, is it? Do we have official date though? I think it's like March twenty fifth, twenty third or twenty fifth. One of those two dates. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, I I I'm, I want to say it's March twenty fifth, but um, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll announce it before it comes out. Like we'll say like it's out this day, you know. Um. Yeah, last piece of news for today, Kelvin. We're gonna end on this. Valve shows off new rating system for upcoming Steam Deck. So it's called Deck. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, I don't what know. I'm a, child. I'm a child. I'm a child. Uh, it's called you... Deck Verified. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the name of it. Uh, again, Deck Verified. Okay. Uh, it's a new rating system allowing players to know which game on their new Steam Deck can run well on the Steam Deck and which is unsupported by the Steam Deck. There are going to be four categories on in which the game's fallen. Verified. You'll have a little checkbox that says this game's verified for Steam Deck. Great. It's going to work fantastic on your Steam Deck. Playable, but will require some work to play. So there might be graphical per- performance issues. Um, FPS won't be as high as you would like. The next is unsupported, which means does not support Steam Deck. So basically, this will be like VR games will, will fall into this category. Um, games incapable of with the Steam Deck's Proton operating system. And then last is unknown, which is it's not verified yet by a review team. So I think this is really cool. Um, obviously, there's a note, a game's rating couldn't change at any time. Uh, depending on developer updates and software improvements, they can they can go in for unverified or uh, unsupported to playable to verified. This is kind of cool. I actually really like this feature a lot for for the Steam Deck. What do you think I'm, about? I'm deck? excited, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. This is great. It's the little things, right? And I feel like Valve is continuing to show us that they have this down packed like they seem to be doing all the right things and it just seems like 
we are getting a actual full-fledged like console slash hybrid um obviously not to say that the Wii uh, that the switch isn't but this is going to be like a hefty like pc slash handheld system which is going to be crazy so i'm excited for that but as far as the system the, the like the rank rating system genius it's like a great way to just make things so much simpler again convenience that's like the biggest thing right for for ps5 right now convenient we talked about that a few days ago right when i said i just like i'm just like at all whoa, sometimes. Whoa, whoa. Let, let's 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 hold on because that's going to be our, our our ptg talk so let's let's try and just like okay. stick to the right. to, to the right. rating system here because gotcha, that's gotcha. that's you know but yeah the rating system itself i think is just a genius move like you said it's like boom you can play this game right now no problems it's a pc mm-hmm. you can play this game no problems because that again Kind of a pain in the ass about some of PCs. You're like, will it work on? Will it work on my PC? I don't know. But right. this is just like this is this is good. So and then it, it just gives you a clear cut answer. Like this works. This isn't going to work because you know what? It, whether it be a VR game, um, it, whether it not just work with the OS, or this could work. Depend. I mean, it could work, but it, it will just be a little bit uh, reduced in performance. But you know, it can, it still works on your Steam Deck. Again, just clear cut. It's like, okay, this is going to be easy to understand for just, you know, regular players that don't really follow like the whole PC and and all the FPS and all that stuff that kind of gets confusing for some people. Like this is just like simple cut, cut clear and just like, okay, this is easy to understand, you know? Right, right. I mean, again, I had it happen to me where I downloaded a game off Steam. I paid money for it and then I went to go boot it up on a PC. Issues because... If it would have said though that little, I had a little rating system there, mm-hmm. you know, um, it would be cool if Steam did that kind of for every, uh, like they kind of took your 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 PC, like the actual specs of your PC, and gave you a rating based on your PC if you can play this game or not. I think that'd be kind of cool. Like incorporate that, but with everyone's PC, so that way you can see if it's going to work on your PC or not before you buy it or try and install it. I'll do you one better. I feel like every console should have this system. Um, I think it would make sense for, let's say, for example, PS5, right? Or Xbox, right? They, we, we know the whole cyberpunk issue, right? If they had this system incorporated in PS4, right, for example, they can see, and let's say people were able to rank um, or, or, or give a ranking based off of those criterias, based off of how well mm, that game works. How, how it ran on the console. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you see that, and then players that are just, you know, are interested in buying Cyberpunk, but they see, oh, this seems like, you know, 10,000 people are saying it doesn't work well on PS4. I'm not buying that shit. You know what yeah. I mean? No, 100%. I think that'd be fantastic for, for everybody. I think it just works well because it just, again, a clear-cut answer where it just tells you if this game works or if this game doesn't. And actually, it might even hold developers accountable for releasing games that aren't working well or aren't running well you know so if they have a ranking system that will kind of show people that their game isn't working properly they might do better and actually maybe delay their game to kind of fix some issues or things like that you know yeah no i 100 percent agree but yeah that that's the news for the the steam deck uh what is it called again Uh, Steam Deck, uh, Deck Deck verified for the Deck, deck, deck verified deck. system. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, it's a so long yeah. day today. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, guys, that's all the news uh, for this week. But we're gonna actually talk more about the Steam Deck and 
so, you know, we have a conversation relating to that. So let's move over to PTG Talks. All right, Kelvin. So I want to pick your brain today. All right. This PTG Talks is going to be PC gaming or gamers versus console gaming. Right. We were talking about the Steam Deck and how it's kind of merging the two together in a beautiful fashion. Right. It's taking PC gaming and it's kind of making it into a console friendly version of it. So, first off, I know you specifically and me at the time previously were more console players. We're more console gamers. Can you, I guess, let's go in and say, like, why? Why are you a console player? What made you become a console console player? What made you navigate towards that versus PC? One word that I already said earlier in the podcast, convenience. It just, it's such, it's easy to pick up, you know, at the time, put a CD in or just click on a button and then just play the game. You don't uh-huh. have to worry about anything as far as, is my game going to crash? Is, is, are the FPS, like, are the frames per second on par with what i need it to be um is there an update do i have to update my like you know there's so many things that go with a pc playing a game on pc that when you look at a console you eliminate all of that on all those worries yes a hundred percent it's plug and play you put the console thing and you're playing a game and you don't have to worry about that but you're not playing if you think about it the best version possible of that game that it could be right think of god of war right right now we just talked about it god of war people are saying the pc version is like the best version to get now beating the ps5 being the ps4 and that's because of people's what people's pcs are able to do so that to me is such a, a great feature to have to be like based on what i have what i can what my again consoles are great because it's a great option for people that want convenience or a budget friendly option. A lot of people don't obviously have the money to be able to, to dump a bunch of money in their PC and have the best graphics cards. But if you're in that camp, you can experience the game in such a completely different way than the person playing on a console can. Yeah, I mean, I agree to a certain extent. You you hit the nail there when you said a budget friendly um, experience with with consoles. Yes, you have a, a, a better experience with consoles when it comes to you're not spending, you know, you're not you're not breaking the bank when it comes to that. Now, if you want to pay. So let's say I have God of War on my PS5, but I want to play God of War on PC. Am I going to get the better graphical performance if I spend the same amount I spent on my PS5? So like 500 bucks. If I if I put 500 bucks on a PC, hey, Rob, here's 500 bucks. Build me a PC. Will that game or that PC be able to play god of war to the best of its ability probably not in my opinion right i don't think a 500 dollars pc would be able to manage um at least like getting 120 frames per second like you know like, like right that. no so, you're 100 percent right there right like you would have to at least spend eight to a thousand dollars to to get better than the, you know significantly better than the ps5 right. uh, 500 and you're probably getting bare maybe. minimum sort of yeah. right and then, and, and then that's my thing. And then there's times, honestly, I have both, right? I have a great PC. I have my PS5. But there's times where, honestly, the convenience of just sitting down and just picking it up and playing on my PS5 outweighs the graphical fidelity of um, you know playing on my PC because 
yeah, you can see the difference, but is it really going to hinder my gaming experience as in general? Like, would I have had a worse experience playing It Takes Two on my PC than on my PS5 with you? Probably no, not. No, pro- probably not. But you have to understand, too, there's also a convenience factor to it, right? Mm-hmm. Discord, for example. Sure. You can just pop on Discord, and there we go. You can't do that. But yes, they have their party chat, but it's not as robust and easier to use as Discord. What I'm trying to get at is PC has options. Yes. It has flexibility. You don't get flexibility with console or yeah, with console. You are tied. You're stuck. You're like, you have to get these things and that's it. That's all you get. Yeah, I get it. I, I do get it. But sometimes options don't really you don't really need the options. When we play, again, I'm going back to It Takes Two because that's the most recent game that we've played together. When we played It Takes Two, did we need anything else besides us and Discord? Nothing. No, we, we, no, no. We, we didn't. didn't need to open the browser. We didn't need to check our emails. We didn't need any of that stuff. You know, We didn't need to put on Spotify or anything like that. Um, and, on, and to be fair, we can do that on PS5. When they get their Discord, we can pop into Discord. They have a Spotify. They have a Spotify right. app that you can just pick up, put it on, and then start listening to music while you're playing games too. So it's improved for sure. Which I think is that's where consoles are trying to lean more. They're leaning, trying to be more PC like in a sense because they're trying to get all these integrations to be able to work with each other. But it's it's kind of clunky because the way the interfaces are. Right, right. Of Windows and, and a Mac, you just move your Windows around and pick here and click there. Whereas this, it's like it's, this is your whole screen and that's it. You know. Yeah, I've I've definitely gravitated a little bit more in the past recent years to PC. Right. Obviously, you've noticed that you've done the same. Where we yes. were anti PC for the longest, and then when we started building our own PCs, excuse me, that's when we started kind of like okay, PC is getting converted. Exactly. And then we were kind of more on the fence of like, oh, well, maybe I should buy this game on PC because I do have the capability of running my PC at high frames or, or, you know, high fidelity. So I think there's I think we're at a good balance where we have options and we're we're, um, fortunate to have those options where we can play wherever we want, basically. And it just it honestly play wherever you want to play right like it doesn't matter at this point um but if you have the capability of playing on a high-end pc do so enjoy it like i said today i want to buy god of war on pc because it is the best possible way that you can play god of war um what i prefer if i've never played god of war if i never played that game ever would i choose it on pc or would i choose it on ps5 sometimes on a good day i'd be like yeah i'm gonna play it on pc because that's the best place to play it other days I'd be like, well, you know what? I'm part of the PS5 ecosystem more so than anything. I feel more comfortable there. So what does that what does that mean? That means when when you you say that a lot, you say PS PS PS5 or Sony ecosystem. Each does, console does just... has each 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 platform has their own ecosystem. PC players have their own ecosystem. Um, Xbox has their own ecosystem, and what I mean by that is that you are assuming that you've played games for a long time you probably started off with a ps2 then you worked your way up to a ps3 then a ps4 then a ps5 you've been in that in that again ecosystem for x amount of years you've had friends from ps3 days that you've kind of bonded you've played games together you've you've made 
um, connections with. And then if you're a, a trophy hunter or if you're an achievement hunter, you've gained multiple achievements, you gain multiple trophies. So there's a special tie that you have for each platform that you don't necessarily get when you go to the other platform. So like when I go into Xbox uh, app, and I see all this like stuff that I don't even know. Like, where I just, I, I'm like, I just want to look at my library. Like, where's my games? I don't care about who's on my friends list. I don't know who's like, I added this guy 10 years ago. I don't even know his name. Like, I don't care about the ecosystem in Xbox as much because I've always been a Sony, Sony guy, basically. Right. And I think that's what I mean when it comes to like where it, it's, it's your turf. Like, where, where's your turf, basically? Uh, well, it's what you're used to. It's it seems exactly. it seems like it's a good word for like it's what you're used to. It's what you're comfortable with. It's what you right. like, yep. um, and and it's your preference. Yep. So you prefer it because of X amount of things, which you, you know exactly. Like th- there are times I would say for the most part I like gaming on my PC more because I like the flexibility it gives me. I like being able to you know, have my other monitor here. And if I want to have like a video playing in the background while I'm playing something or whatever, I can do that while playing a game. But if I kind of want to shut everything off and just be like, you know what? I don't need all these distractions because again, with, P- with PC, there are a ton of distractions. I can open Boom. this. I can go to this window. Exactly. I can go to this, right? Or I, someone hits me up on Discord like, yo, you want to you play this game? Exactly. I'd like, ah, oh, yeah, but I really wanted to start playing this game. But if you're going to, you're going to start playing this game, I'll play this game with you. Whereas, a console, for the most part, at least the way I am, I'm just like, boop, exactly. playing this game. Again, I, I beat that DLC in like a day. I just, just yep. zoned in on it. Because no one's bothering you. You're not having people trying to, you know, invite you to their game. Yes, like, sir. you're just strictly playing that story mode and that's it, you know? And that's what I like about playing on a console or a PS5 for me, where I, as soon as I boot it up, I play Returnal or I play Days Gone because those are the two main games that I'm playing right now. I am focused and dedicating an hour an hour and a half whatever i'm playing to that game whereas when i'm playing here we, we say all the time hey rob what are you gonna play you're gonna play halo you're gonna play it takes two or what do you want to play like there's like five different games that we can play right and then sometimes we dabble with like three of them you know we play halo for a little bit then we go into it takes two again distractions constantly on pc which is fine if you're if you're into that if you're used to that that's fine i feel like you're more into that like PC ecosystem, right? Like you're you're more of a PC guy because you you work with PC all the time. I do too, but in a different way. And you're constantly using Discord to play different games like League of Legends. Well, and I stuff I, like that. I think the big thing is that the games, the games are a big part of it. PC exclusive games, you don't you you probably yourself don't really vibe with as much, right? As compared to console exclusive games. Right, great example. League of Legends. I like League of Legends. You hate League of Legends. Right. So, and and that's a big thing. Overwatch. Are you a big Overwatch fan? Not really. Right. So these are just some exclusives to PC, exclusive games to PC. That why would you want to be titled to PC if you don't even like the exclusive games to PC? Now, if you like the exclusive games to PC, obviously you're gonna you're gonna play them and you're gonna want it to be on PC. When you say exclusives, though, what do you mean? Because they're not exclusives to pc like you play you could play overwatch on you're PC right you're right you could play overwatch you could play overwatch but like overwatch is like the but it's more place dominant to be. On PC. yeah what place to yeah. be but like yeah. league you can play you, you can only play on pc diablo i think you play diablo on pc no you but can, you can play it yeah yeah it's just there are pc exclusive like wow wow's a big one 
mm-hmm. MOBAs. Obviously, there's MOBAs on PS, you know, on consoles, but they're not as prominent and they're not the the way they were meant to be played. Sure. Which I feel like you can take consoles games and translate to PC pretty easily and they work well, but you can't take PC games and move them to consoles. They don't work as well. I right. feel like there are a few exceptions to that, but yeah, if you're talking about like indie games, they can tra- they can transfer pretty well. I, I feel like um, there's a few games that came that started from like PC, right? That you were able to easily kind of navigate towards like console, and it still was as successful, right? Um, what are those two games? Like the Imposter game, what's it called? Um, oh, Among game. Us. Among Us, thank you. Yeah, that was like a PC exclusive at at some point. Now Yo, it's have you seen that? That's gonna be in VR. Yeah. That looks Same. crazy. Yeah. That looks crazy. Imagine playing Among Us on VR. That, yeah. I, I, um, but yeah, so that's 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 where I I my my insight is on this. Like I, I I don't I don't think whichever source you go to, whichever platform you go to, is a bad thing. It just it depends on what you're comfortable with. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Last note here. This will tie us everything together, Kelf. The Steam Deck. It's looking to tie all those things together. It's going to become a PC console. It's a it's a true hybrid. Do you see this thing making you gravitate towards PC more? Yes, 100%. Why? Because again, the convenience of having all your con- all your games from Steam just at the palm of your hands, literally at the palm of your hands. And I think that's going to be a deal breaker for, or not a deal breaker, a game changer, I should say, for a lot of people. Because if I can play, a, if I can play, I don't know, let's say I had Days Gone on PC, uh, let's say, or Death Stranding on PC. Like, if I can play Death Stranding on my couch, like, that's insane, you know? Like, right? That's, that's insane. Wild. I mean, you could play that on your couch on your PS5, right? It's not a big deal. It's, but it's different, though. It's different because you're you're now you have, you're tied to something. You have to sit there. You have to, like, dedicate you, you the time. Right. You can't just, like, hit hold and then, like, put it, put it down for a sec. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a process to be like, I got to get my couch. I have to get off my couch. I have to click the button. And, like, I'm out of the game mode. But, like, I can get up for, like, 10 minutes do this chore come back to my switch real quick and i have to do something else again i just pop up and do it. you know what i mean so it's it, yeah. it makes it so much more convenient and it's like why i like can beat games on switch so fast is because i can play on the toilet i can play it on like you i can play in bed yep yep i can play while i'm watching my son which is hard for me to do like to sit down go down to the basement and dedicate even half hour when my son's around and i'm taking care of him because I can't do that. I have to watch him 24-7. So yeah, at least with my Switch, like I usually do, I can just pop in and play a few matches of Smash. Same thing I could do with my Steam Deck. I can just play a little, a couple matches or like just kind of progress through a story mode or something like that on Days Gone or Death Stranding or something and still be able to kind of keep my eyes on my son. Right. And now you're not just tied to Nintendo games. You're, 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 you can play anything for the most part now. Right. Which is- I think this is going to be a hit. If if everything works well, if if the the um the console itself or the or the handheld itself is solid, I think it's gonna be it's gonna sail through. I think it's gonna be great. And it's coming yeah. out. They they did mention today, Valve, that it is still on track to be released next month. 
wild. Like, yeah. I mean, we're not going to get that because we're kind of like on the Q2 side, right? I think we're Q2. Yeah, when we did our pre-orders, yeah. Yeah. But that's exciting. It's coming out soon. So, you know, I, I can't wait for it. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, Kelf, that concludes our uh, talks for this episode. Is there anything you would like to add? Anything you would like to discuss with me? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess going back to the Steam Deck, what, what do you think is going to like, are you, how excited are you for the Steam Deck right now? Like, what are you, what are your thoughts on it? I'm excited about it, but I don't have a game in mind. Same, same. That I want to specifically play for it because it, it, it is a weird spot. Like, for example, if the Switch didn't exist, this would be like huge. But the fact mm-hmm. that the Switch kind of exists, it's like, okay, now I have two options for handheld gaming. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like, what do I want to allocate my time to? Do I want to use my Steam Deck or do I want to use my Switch? And now it, we're becoming now it's becoming too many options where you're playing. Again, it's it, it sounds egotistical to say like, oh, we have, I have this option, this option, this option. But at the same time, it's like, but at the end of the day, I want to sit down and just play a game. But now I was like, what game do I play? Because I have yeah. I have them literally in the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I get you. Um, I I see it as it's Nintendo and it's PC, right? And Whatever Nintendo comes out with, I'm going to obviously play on Nintendo console. Anything else is going to be on my Steam Deck. So for me, the option is not that hard, you know, because Nintendo does its own thing. I mean, I guess you can play third-party games in, on, like, Switch, yeah, but, you but don't, you don't, want, you don't, you don't really want, want to, to <laughs> in a sense, right? You know, <laughs> you, you kind of really, want to yeah, play it like, on something that is hefty it? and actually has the capability of improving, like, you know, graphics and all that stuff. Well, here's the thing is that the Steam Deck is not going to be as good as what your PC can do. So are you going to feel like, I'm playing this game right now, but I know it can look better on my actual PC? It's a trade-off. If you're sitting on the toilet, do you really care that this game isn't blowing your socks off right now because the graphics mm-hmm. aren't like, you know facts, what I mean? Facts, facts. No, like, you're right, 100%. I just think that you are you can't complain. Like You're sitting taking a shit right now, and you're playing god of war on pc <laughs> like relax all right playing now, if you want to sit play- down and get the full experience then sit down on your pc right. and enjoy it you know you're playing fucking hellblade and they're just like you're taking a shit and they're just like <laughs> they're, the whispering is like yeah <laughs> you know it's like it's great I, I just started yeah so yeah uh i'm excited for steam deck and i'm glad we had the conversation about console and, and gaming and console yeah, it was fun. Or pc gaming so Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us five star rating. It helps so much. If not, you know, we'll take we'll take a two star, we'll take a three star, but don't do that. You know, we we want the five star. Um Kelvin, any, anything else for, for everyone here? Uh no, I think that this was a great episode, by the way. This was cool. I enjoyed it. And just uh keep on a lookout for new things to come on our channel so if you don't follow us on social media go ahead and follow us on instagram twitter and just kind of give us a few few more weeks and so just to until we announce what we need to announce because it's going to be cool it's going to be really cool for for us but also for you guys so uh just you know stay tuned all right guys we'll catch you later thank you so much for listening see you